What's happening, you filthy casuals? Welcome back to the Casual Couch Podcast. I am trying some new effects. This is all coming through OBS for the first time, so hopefully all of that just happened nice and smoothly there. No editing. Let's see if that, that plays out. I'm trying some new stuff out. Sam, how are you? How are you getting on? Yeah, I didn't think I'd be on screen yet after what we talked about, so just looking at my phone there. <laughs> yeah. like, it, you do it every single yeah. time. Now you're actually having to like... Uh, Sam can oh. see himself now and the way I've set us up. So now he has to accept the fact that he stares at his phone at the start of every, every could, podcast. Could always, could always see myself, but now <laughs> it's just you told me the setup was going to be different and that it was just going to be nice. I wouldn't be speaking. And you weren't. And now you weren't speaking. And then well, we transitioned out of the intro into this. I really hope this delay does not show up on the video guy because this is mental. In my side, anyways. I keep seeing myself fingering things 15 metres out. Oh, uh, yeah, it'll, do, it'll happen with mine as well. That stuff just that happens, but it happens with every sort of video feed, anyways. It won't, it won't, it looks like we're naturally speaking and stuff like that now. Well. So, what, how, how are you, how you been? You've been busy? Gary, calm, I am. Up, down. I'm still very busy with projects and all that shit, but I'm alive. And that's the main thing. Oh, classic. Oh, I thought it was going to be beer, oh, no, so no. that's better than... No, 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 he wouldn't do that. I'm off it. Wouldn't do that, would you? Gary? I'm off it since Sunday. For how long? Since Sunday. Oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you're a fucking... Oh, man, I was I was like off it. No chance was a drink this weekend. Then fucking Saturday hat. And then even the worst thing about it as well, right, is... Uh, I was on Saturday, and then your mind starts to go, how can I trick myself? I'm uh, convincing myself I should get a drink. So I'm running through it, and I'm like, well, like if I drink once this weekend, and, I, and then I'm like, but there's a bank holiday tomorrow. The football's on. There's fighting on. I should just wait till tomorrow to drink. And then my brain's like, that isn't what we were trying I to think... do. We were just trying to convince myself to drink now. None of this. Do you know what that, do you know what that just sounds like to me, Gary? <laughs> Alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, through and through. Um, you know, but how are you, Gary? No one ever asks how you are. You don't, you don't. You just leave it. I'm fine. I'm doing well. You know, everything's First good. First of all, I ask you away from the pod. And doesn't, then doesn't. Not on it. It calls me a fat mess more off of the podcast than on it. He's, what, he's more abusive off of it. Disgusting fucking piece of shit. Anyways. Well... <laughs> Well, anyways, well, yes, uh, I, I'm kind of I'm a little thrown off. I've got all these little effects next to me, things that I'm going to be clicking while I'm going, and I'm like, am I do one? Am I supposed to be pressing one now? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, are you do one? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. But we can jump into the quick news, and I've got a couple queued up for the quick news, so. We'll do it. Well, there so, we go then. You am I being filmed for this? Or? Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, when you when you don't see yourself on you on your feedback you're not on everything that you see okay. is what's being recorded so you're okay you're... well i'll i'll have a quick wank while... <laughs> well the quick news got me about two seconds so we'll see how quickly you can go but nonetheless mm. uh it... by myself pretty quick <laughs> nonetheless it's time for some quick news so misha tate yeah why every time yeah Get the screen up, Gary. No, I, but, but you spoke too quickly, so your your audio came through. So now when I'm clipping this, again, you're talking through the quick news. Every week. Every single week. This, this fucking man. Right. So, if you'll shut up for a second, it's time for some quick news. So, Misha Tate has followed up on her comments that she spent 98% of her UFC comeback purse saying she's grateful and would actually fight for free. GSP has claimed that the reason he never fought Anderson Silva was because the UFC refused to do a catch weight with outsourced drug testing. Sam's biggest one of the week is Jake Paul defeats former UFC champion Tyron Woodley by split decision in their professional boxing showdown. And UFC fighter Paddy Pimblett has said his Cage Warriors purse is actually higher than the purse his UFC debut will be. Sam. Doubt that. He, he, you know what? He's not even saying sponsors. He's saying flat out, flat fee. He's saying that's what. Bull shit. So that would mean he's making at least a guaranteed 10,000 in Cage Warriors, potentially 20,000 if you want to add in the, the win bonus. And I don't even know what he's making in UFC, but that's the bottom tier. So 
I think that's absolute bot. And, and the thing is, you know, he's such a trustworthy man to listen to as well. You might as well believe him. Um, he definitely doesn't like to throw N-bombs around and be severely racist most of his life. And not only that, picks fights for people in journalism because he's clearly that fucking hard. So, he even did it again today, by the way. He made a video I don't wanna... at the airport going, oh, to all the people that said I wasn't fighting. You know, like the other team's manager, just him, I guess, is the only one. He, he is such a dong. And then you've got Graham it's... put up today going like, oh, thanks so much to Ian Dane, all the people that made this go through, like... Clearly saying this wasn't easy to get this fight to actually happen in the end. So obviously there was a visa yeah. issue, they got it sorted, they worked hard on that. But for a second it looked like it was out. Simple. Makes sense, right? Nope, has to be a bigger fucking deal. I mean, I wish he was, but it's what it is, isn't it? So, Are we, we're we going to be predicting that though, aren't we, later? Yeah, so. we've got as one on it. Um, so obviously you're dying to talk about the Woodley-Paul fight. Dying to absolutely die. You're you're such a big fan, obviously, of the the whole the whole thing. <laughs> That's his his input. I, I, it was all right. It was all right. It was Tyron Woodley though. Went up. I hate going online and everyone's like, "Oh, imagine being a fighter that hits your opponent hard and doesn't quite finish it." Yeah, yeah. That's imagine Tyron Woodley's entire career. I mean, that is pretty much what he's done forever. Yeah. But at the same time, what a shit show. It's just this lack uh, of self-awareness, man. Like, I even, I think I posted after the third round as well that Tyron Woodley is, like, taunting and stuff. He is completely convinced he's ahead in this fight and he's winning, that he's in a position where he can just taunt this kid, make fun of him, maybe he'll stop him, maybe he'll not. And it's like, Tyron, man, you're probably down in the rounds right now. <laughs> like... You're probably yeah, I mean, one down right now. Like, we, we doing that. It was, it was not an easy boxing match to score because neither yeah. of them really did anything. I think um, I was something like, I, I had a range of, it could either be 7-1 Paul or 4-4, four, four, you know? It was, there was a lot of close ones in there. So. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I, I don't think it did boxing any favours, particularly as Huey Fury was on the card as well. He was not. Absolutely he was not. dreadful. You're incorrect on that one. Sorry, the other one. Huey Fury's actually, yeah, he looked, it looked really bad. I, yeah. It would be an interesting fight, him and Jake Paul, obviously. Uh, what's his name? I mean, the thing um, is, Fury versus Tommy Fury. Uh, Anthony, that, that, in, that fight with Anthony Taylor yeah, it was, uh, is it was. Anthony Taylor, isn't it? That, that interested me more, to be honest, than the main event. Um, because that's two actual fighters, and you say actual <sighs> fighters, the guy that isn't an actual fighter is the one that probably did the best out of all of those people, though. So, well, yes and no. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, it, it just it was a farce of an event. It wasn't good. Uh, I didn't pay for it. I watched those... it illegally. So <laughs> out of those two fights, though, because like even I know Tommy has his like thing and stuff of like that, but to a degree, legit boxer, you know. But that fight wasn't anything impressive at all. The main event was just more frustrating than everything altogether. Sure, yeah, there's uh, plenty of positives you could say about. I know you're not going to say them about Jake's performance and keep him busy and stuff of like that. But ultimately, no, you watch uh, look, that fight he, and you go, Woodley should have won that, like. What he was for three doing. rounds, for three rounds, Jake Paul looked a decent boxer. For three rounds, then you can see the fact that he hasn't done it for long enough because yeah. he started tripping over his feet. He started crossing it, like everything was just the second you start getting tired. You're that that stuff you've been it. training goes. That's how you that's, can tell. That's what I was really interested about. Even with the Ben Askren fight, like I didn't think that was as clear cut because. How do you know how this guy is going to be able to fight in the third round, the fourth round? You know, you never know. But uh, I thought he did good to to keep himself busy. You know, when you're shattered, you see, even like some good fighters, sometimes they get tired and they're like, fuck that shit. <laughs> you know, I hate this. This is the worst yeah, I mean, It kept but the busy, thing is, but even, it wouldn't against somebody who's not Woodley. Even if you get tired, though, it's like you keep your basics, right? And so that's the difference. Is someone who's been training for 15 years... Like Tyron Woodley has been in combat sports for years. He kept his composure the whole time, right? And that's, even though he didn't do much with it, he kept his composure and kept his footwork together. Jake Paul didn't do that. And it was a lot of running away. There was a lot of panic. It was He didn't, 
I felt like he didn't want to be punched. Um, <laughs> yeah, which, I think that's, that's the Well, the no, plan, the right? thing is, you laugh about that, but as a boxer, that's going to fucking happen, yeah. right? And you have to get used to that. And again, that's another thing that plays into the fact that his experience isn't there. And I see things like, um, I think it's Jake Boswick, who's the bare-knuckle fighter, was in his camp for this, training with him. With um, Jake, yeah? With Jake, that's a, yeah. That's a weird and, one for that. It is, and it's not a great boxer, right? And that's the thing. It's like he's, he's like the UCMA even... MMA guy, aren't it? UCMMA. Who? J- Brutal Boswick, Jay Boswick. Yeah, like English guy, he's right? He's bare knuckle at the moment. But it, it was like UCMMA and stuff like that back in the day. Yeah, right, so yeah. I assume they've picked him for that reason because it'll be so bizarre. What, why the fuck? Like... I don't know, but it's. Um, I mean. I thought she would really talk about yeah, this pretty much longer because it's it was shit, what it was. But... It's really I'm happy that I have been someone that didn't root for Woodley his whole career. I get this thing in my head sometimes that I like when when guys are on the downslide or maybe I'm like I think he's are, are thinking a little bit too much into this. I think he's just lost some good guys. Sometimes I root for them. I did root for him against Luke. Luke came out fire and got clipped, just happened. But yeah, this is the first time I've actually like wanted Woodley to win a fight and he fought like Tyron Woodley. And I'm like, thank God I've not been a fan of him his whole time because I mean, that is brutal is, to be a fan of. You know, if you... The, the thing that bothers me that I've seen after this is there's been a lot of conversation about how this is a fixed fight. And I know I've wound everyone yeah, up about I was going to say, yeah, if you did, I, just um, I know you're on the way up with that because I know there's no way... But there's, the, this this wasn't a, a fix. And this whole thing about someone not... Like you said earlier, someone not going after someone when they're hurt... They just haven't seen Tyron Woodley fight before. The, and then not the only that... The prelims of this card, that, uh, I can't remember his first name, but Love, who uh, he d- ended up dead stopped his, his opponent, he rocked him. The guy was Bambi, legs going everywhere, and then taunted him. Exact same thing Tyron did. So you're like, yeah. it happens. It's not the most uncommon thing. Yeah, it's but fucking I, I stupid, but it happens. The, the stupidest thing that I saw there was the fact that he, he did hurt him with that punch. There's no doubt about that. And what he should have done from there is not taunted him and, <laughs> and punched him gone in and set up a few combinations while he was tired and rocked. Yeah. And but and so I can see why people go, Oh, it's a fix, right? Because if you don't Jake yeah. wins a split decision, it's this, it's that. I don't well, think first of all, the, some people are going, Oh, it was all set up to set up the rematch. I don't think there was any plans for this day. Like, as soon as Jake won and then Tyron comes up to him after the fight and is like, let's do a rematch, I think Jake was kind of looking at him like, why? Well, now, well, now he said he's retired as well, isn't he? Um, I mean, it's hilarious. Just McGregor. But I thought about it and I was like, to be fair, in four pro fights, he's made about 10 mil. Um, oh, man. It, and that, we haven't even looked at the back end. That's his flat pay, right? Yeah. We haven't looked at the pay view and all those kind of things. So one thing... he's probably he's probably made from this altogether. If you think about it, with all his endorsements and everything else, he's probably made close to thirty million dollars in yeah. four fights. And then you get Tommy the reality Fury on the is... fucking prelims made seven hundred grand for a four round fight against a zero zero uh, Tommy Fury. 700 grand apparently at least that's what the number went and then the big the the good story of the whole card I is mean, apparently amanda serrano made over 500 grand and you know women's boxing well, man she's probably not made 10 grand in her entire career to this point you know so there was chat before this about how jake paul had actually given up a lot of his purse that's to i'm still hearing that apparently i don't know Maybe. I mean, I don't know how true it is. He's, he's his own biggest fucking supporter, right? So he says these things. And then he'll sit down with Woodley and make fun of him for not having a lot of money. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm, I'm understanding that. What did you think anyways? We'll, we'll blow through the last two of them. Uh, GSP saying Anderson didn't happen because no catch weight, no drug tests. I mean, the irony is there that George St. Pierre probably should have been tested a lot more in his career. Yeah. Um, he's got the tagline because... now because he was calling for the drug testing for the Johnny Hendricks fight, and it's always yeah. brought across that uh, they just refused. I'm pretty sure what happened was they went, we'll go with this drug testing form, and then GSP is like, nah, I don't like that one, we'll do this other one. And I think, I can't remember, it was one of them was uh, VADA, and uh, whatever, the, the mass of the internet generally says that whichever the one GSP didn't want to do is the better drug testing. So it's kind of... Exactly. Yeah. And here's the thing. His organs have grown. 
I mean, if you, he's been on growth hormone for I don't know how long. Um, y- your organs don't just grow <laughs> because they naturally expand. I don't know. Look at oh, his my stomach, stomach in that Michael. I don't know. My no, stomach's no. doing a good job of that. If you looked at his stomach in that Michael Bisping fight, he did not look a normal human being anymore. Yeah, and maybe a little bit of that stomach that's... growth out. What's it? I can't remember the name of it. The thing Joe Rogan's about to explode from. Yeah, Joe Rogan's got the exact same physique, right? And he's he maybe not admits... the exact same. He looks like a turtle that's been left. Oh out no, no. In the what sun. I'm saying is, they're on the same thing that causes you to grow. Yeah, maybe yeah. Your organs, and that's human growth hormone, yeah. right? So, uh, GSP probably didn't want to be tested for human growth hormone, but had no issue being tested for testosterone and steroids because he probably wasn't taking them. So he was probably doing. You know, other shit that I th- I think Maybe. for me, George St. Pierre, I think, was uh, probably one of the front, front runners of EPO as well in the MMA back in the day. He was, he had no cardio issues. It didn't matter how hard he got hit, what was going on. He was just fine. So maybe all a little different when they came to the yeah. Bisping fight. That one was a little different, but he's an old man then and he's also fighting at middleweight. There's your other yeah, part. Uh, the UFC wouldn't do that catch weight, but you were all right fighting Bisping at middleweight. I mean, could I? Anderson, yeah, look, Anderson hadn't fought below middleweight his entire UFC run. Gary, I would see when he's going to be fighting man, at 175 anytime soon. This is also a man that believes that he's been abducted mm-hmm. by aliens on numerous occasions. So, I mean. We can't besmirch the good name of GSP on the podcast, Sam. People well, will come for us. People will come for us. And then your last story was that Misha Tate, uh, she said originally that. 95 or 98% of our 200 grand went on like training for this fight uh, or fight before and then a lot of people are coming out it's a bad investment and they're using her as an example of like uh, like what Jared Carnier said about be broken stuff but she has came out and done the complete opposite of that basically being your your Can company person say... through and through saying she's she was delighted with the amount she got she's so happy that she could invest that amount in it and uh, she would fight for free if if it was the one thing option. I need to say is that uh, Jared Cannonier saying he was broke is absolutely hilarious to me because I read an article where he talked about, yeah, man, I've got to pay my house bills and my second house. Uh, did <laughs> I didn't like, know that. Wait a minute, Jared. So hang on. You've got no money, but you've got two houses. Okay. Uh, well, poor you. Yeah, I feel bad not. for you. I don't actually know you that. Really I don't even have one fucking house, you little cunt. <laughs> so stop telling me that you get paid poorly. And the thing is, he's never he's never done anything enough to warrant that. Kind of, he's not a needle mover. Yeah, he's a good fighter and he does whatever, but he doesn't move the needle. If he wants to move the needle, he needs to knock out top opponents like Kelvin Gastelum and get himself... Like, I know Kelvin Gastelum's tough and it's hard, and you need to beat people like Whitaker, right? To become a star, that's what you need to do. You're not going to make serious money until you get to the top. And MMA guys need to realise that that is the model of the business. Uh, Bellator have tried the whole paying people more thing. Doesn't give them a better product. If you look at their product, it's not very good, let's face it. And you look at PFL, where they dangle the one million pound prize. Or million dollars, sorry. Yeah, you get a few good fighters in there, but essentially the boring wrestlers who control and dominate the fight win those fucking tournaments. So Poor Brendan, poor Brendan. I know. I feel, look, I feel bad for him, but essentially, I saw that he'd broken his hand a few weeks before. Mad respect for him for actually getting in there with the size of that fucker yeah. that I saw. It was I had, insane. Uh, I've uh, got Mothwood in my. Um, there's like a grand pregame people did on Twitter a while ago of prospects and stuff like that, and I had Mothwood in my group of that. So, I well, he's been he's been a prospect for a yeah, while, and it's um, great record and stuff. It, but obviously, that's I thought the PFL signing was weird, but then when you see that million dollars, I suppose they go, I want a fucking million dollars. This, so this isn't post, by the way, the fight, my opinion, stuff like that. But I was a little surprised at some people's ratings of uh, Brendo coming into this though, because people are saying he's. He should be ranked like top three in the UK right now and stuff. And I'm like, well, like, he, he's not going to be above like even like Arnold Allen or something like that, you know? Like, I'd maybe I could argue in my head that maybe like Jack Shaw or something like that at this moment, but not not the guys that are on. You're talking like no, MVP, I... uh, Leon Edwards, Darren Till, you know, these guys are, are fighting the top of the top sometimes, you know? So I, I do think Brendan is. 100% top 10 mm. in the UK. There's, there's no doubt about that. Easily, easily and I 10. think 
I think him not being signed to a bigger promotion is a fucking farce, just the, to be quite it's honest. It's just the opponent level. He's not really got a chance. And to be fair, it is, but he'd have to Julian Arosa's in there and Paddy Pimlet. You know, it's we're not <laughs> looking at this logically. Poor guys fucking... getting two shots at them. Did I see what? Arosa's on this card, by the way, as well? That's an interesting one. Yeah, I know. That's really... I know. And I like, what are the odds I like of Arosa. So many years um, later and how many... He did get destroyed in his last fight, though. Yeah. I mean... We can get into that card after. But there it is. There's our, our quick news. Uh, don't even have to think of the, the, the skips in the video or anything like that because we're all recording. You know it's going to fuck up at the end and someone's not going to have audio or something. Always. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> if this doesn't come out, then who am I talking to right now? Cause it wouldn't am I not talking again now? Again? Yeah, yeah. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, but then we have the scores. No, you can talk now. You can talk now. Uh, well, it seems like I'm not allowed. So. No, your you're, you're audio No, it's fine. Go if you just want to silence me the whole time. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we can look at the scores from the last event, and I know Sam, you did very good. The scores should be on the screen oh, right now. Phenomenal! Oof, look at that. Eh? Beautiful scores. But what I will say is, what I will say is that I fucking called that spot on. <laughs> I would beg to differ. The... That one fight <laughs> oh, right, I right, called right. spot on. Um, I called it from the moment it started to the moment it ended. So. Uh, I knew what was going to happen. Kevin Lee was going to have a shocker. He was going to come out in the first round, all guns blazing, being the fucking dickhead he is. Um, also, Kevin, I just want to ask, where's your wrestling gone? Yeah. He got a takedown or two, but he couldn't keep it down. No, it's fucking... Look, I, I, I can't diss him because obviously two ACL surgeries um He did say that any day that disses him can go to hell as well. Strong words. Oh, but Strong fuck words. him then. <laughs> Um, fucking, he, Kevin. he's a fucking opinionated tosser who is too stupid for his own good. Some I mean, look at the tattoo on his. Some performance from uh, Rodriguez, though. It looked fantastic. It's striking. Rodriguez brilliant. is a dark horse in that division. Um, he's lost one in seven fights. He, and that's since he signed to UFC. And that's at the beginning. That was February 2020. Yeah. So in a year and a half, he's had seven fights. He's only lost one. Every time there's a late call for a fight. Uh, he steps in and he's he's and he stepped up in this for Sean Brady, so it's not like Kevin Lee hasn't been training for somebody top level, you know. I'll say before we talk about the Arwens, a couple of good performances as well. JJ Aldridge looked amazing. What the fuck was that? Why did JJ Aldridge look good? Uh, She's the Did I watch that? It uh, was prelims yes no. that might have been uh it was early prelims, uh, it? Dustin Jacoby beating Darren Stewart, brutal to watch, but Jacoby looking good. Uh then Mir Shark and uh is it short? Yeah, short. Oh yeah, me short. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Muradov uh, takes a takes a beating and wins in Gerald so, Muir short fashion. I was gonna say Muradov looked good yeah, in man. the first round, hurt and bad at times as well. And Mishart came out and just tough, dominated tough in the second round. It was, it was a great fight. And then you've got the. Uh, I don't. I don't like Andre Petrovsky. I'm just going to put that out there now. He's too good looking. I know. He's, he's like what um, I would look like if I was a good looking guy. You know, he's got that. Say, if, he's gone for the same features and stuff, but he we're not in that. If you were athletic and better looking, no, forget even the might. body, man. If you looked like me, you would still still have a million. Oh come on, let's not talk about that, that body. Right, well, that body, that face is so listen, handsome that too. Body, <laughs> that's a top ten body in the UFC. Yeah. That that is an absolute yeah. piece on him that he's got. So. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I don't think but, I saw know, the piece myself, but uh... <laughs> I had a quick glance. Yeah. Uh, what about that? Michael Gilmore, though, is one of the worst opponents. He he was in the history uh, of life. he was late notice on his the show as well. I know. Why? How did they get well, the run? He was late notice. He was late notice on this one as well. How did? How's Michael Gilmore got dirt on that he's getting all these opportunities? Six four now. Well, Michael I don't know if he's going to get the guy one. on the on the season, isn't he? Who turned up to replace. The injured fella yeah. on top. He comes in on a day's notice, loses it looks embarrassingly. Like he came in on a day's notice. I mean, and the and thing is, this guy. The story on top is he quit his job to hang out in Vegas. Right? He's got a family, two kids. Quits his job with like dental, healthcare, everything else to chase his dream. Loses in about a minute in that fucking yeah. tough fight. And then does this and just probably stay you know hanging there in Vegas. At this point, mate, you can't say anymore that you're doing this to follow your dreams. You're doing this because you like Vegas and don't like your family. That's what you've oh, got to do. Loves shagging holes and just training <laughs> wherever. But this is our most slander we've thrown it someday yet. That's it. 
Oh, well, so, but he's thirty-four. He's he's done. He's thirty-four. He ain't got. He's not gonna get another shot after those yeah. two performances. Do, do you know what? I feel bad for him. He's got half decent striking, but that Petrovsky is such a gorilla. Um, yeah, it's just not fair. You know, he, he's got powerful hands. I don't necessarily he's think I see Petrovsky going too far in UFC or anything like that. But no, um, no, I don't. I don't. Oh, your videos got small Unless... as well. I've just noticed. Unless he uh, got smaller, by the way, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I've got the big video now, and you've got the little one. I think it might be a connection thing. Skype changes size or something like that with the connection. I don't know, but you've got smaller video this time, so couldn't tell you. That's couldn't good. Tell you. Um, However, Petrovsky, I think if he hooks up with a good team, he could be all right. But uh, again, thirty. It's a bit late to really. What about that Al Hassan head kick as well? Walks across <gasps> the ring. Crap well, his head off. I mean, none of us could have seen that coming after the last three performances he put in in the octagon. Yeah, it's, I did uh, predict him, so I did. Uh, it was my prediction. So no, it wasn't. Well, shit. You, oh, you damn, I did. No, it wasn't, Gary. You've just shown the graphic. <laughs> let's bring the graphic back so everybody can see my shit. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> you bellend. and. Do you know what? Do you know what I need to talk about? And it's not even about the fights particularly, but you obviously picked Tercios uh, or Turkos. Oh no, it's fucking. Is it Tercios? You were right the first time, yeah. Okay. Now, after the thing, he went into a press conference. And Don't tell started, me he did something bad. Started singing Linda Skinner Freebird. Oh, right. right. That's not as bad. It, uh, Gary, you need to watch it. Is it good? It was. No. It was honestly. The most cringe thing I've ever seen. I'm totally cringe, man. This is MMA. When I hear he's doing something bad, I'm thinking he's insulted someone's culture or something like that, you know? like. Oh, no, he's never going to do that. He's a fucking flower, isn't he? He is. He is. It's Tony Ferguson plus Diego Sanchez plus a good human being because obviously those two together would just make a worse person. So, yeah, love him. And I think that that one was a split decision, uh, that fight. Um, Hmm. Uh, again, it was hard to score. Uh, yeah, I was great. just enjoying it, to it be honest. A gritty fight. And... It was a gritty fight. They just both came out wanting to win desperately. Yeah. Uh, don't begrudge either of them anything from that fight, you know. But then I look at the Brian Baffle Gilbert Urbina and I got to thinking, what was I thinking? About thinking Urbina. Urbina was, was winning the fight, I think, pretty handily. And then well, something happened he, and he lost. He, he's an Urbina. And Urbina's <laughs> are going to Urbina, right? And Urbina's just end up losing in the UFC. It's a, it's a thing that they do as a family. Um, and now he adds that record of another losing yeah. brother on the thing. And uh, but it was it wasn't. I didn't think that was a great fight. Um, I think uh, Brian Battle think to Brian me Battle is one of the little, worst winners of tough history. I've never seen someone so talentless yeah, it wasn't. get as far as he has. And that that's not me being cruel. That's me saying, yeah, who the it fuck is, have they picked for this season? As a it genuine, was weird. It would be hard to find someone that you're saying is going to be a, a worse one. But we'll see. Maybe we're wrong in the future. Now you get the main event. And I'm kind of gutted about this main event, right? Not just that Giga know. won and stuff. The reason I was gutted about it is the way it finished... Giga just kind of caught Barboza, just kind of caught him, and then rocked him, and then finished him. Cool. That's obviously, he threw a punch with the intention to do that. But that fight was so technically amazing to watch, so stylistic. Giga looked like one of the best strikers in the USC today in the first round. Barboza managed to, like, completely stylistically swap that around, put him in a box in his corner, take away a lot of his kicks. Beautiful technique with both of them, really well matched. Then... Giga just kind of catches him. Just kind of lands a punch and rocks him. And it just felt to me like, oh yeah. man, that was, it was cool if Giga does knock him out, but just it felt a little bit like, oh, it was so like, it was so much more intelligent for that to have been just that, uh, just kind of got caught. Yeah, I mean, that was always, I, I, I always thought that that was kind of how that fight was going to be though, because I, I, I feel, the thing that annoys me, just going on to another point because my brain gets into it, but Barboza, um, it annoys me how slow he starts in five-round fights. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if he had 
come out like it was a three-round fight, which obviously you can't do, so it's such a fucking stupid <laughs> thing to say. But if he came out with that same man- mentality that he does with a three-round fight, I think the result would have been a lot different. And uh, Giga, yeah. to me, everyone's talking about him like he's the second coming all of a sudden. Well, that, they're his two best performances, and they're against guys who are not at the best point of their career, you know? Yeah, just talking, striking for striking with Barbosa, though. Like, I'd still fancy Barbosa to give anybody in the division a hard time in kickboxing. Of course. And Giga looked like Paul, twice as fast Paul as Paul Felder made a good point. Paul Felder made a good point. He said that Edson Barbosa's technique is so good, it's unbelievable. But there's a speed factor with Giga that Barbosa doesn't have. Yeah. And... He also hides his kicks a lot better than Barbosa does and all the certain things. So that's what makes him so dangerous is he hides his setups so well. But I wasn't that impressed. I wouldn't go as far as to say, oh, this is a guy that's going to be running up to the title. I think he's going to get to top five and then get caught short. He's eight and... now, so you're talking, what, another win maybe <clears throat> to get into top five? Well, yeah, I've heard about him complaining about being number eight as well. I mean, he beat number eight. Yeah, what does he want to do? It's uh, and I, and you know the the example that people have used to kind of combat this is Islam in the lightweight uh, yeah. Makachev. Uh, admittedly, that's bullshit. But the UFC are trying to build him and to get him top opponents, and the only way to do that is to give him a higher ranking so that people yeah. actually want to fight him. And there's it's it's a different situation entirely. But I do think I understand why people are like, well, it's so inconsistent. Well, when have the UFC ever been consistent with anything like that? Yeah. They never have. Who are these people that think that all of a sudden they're going to go, well, yeah, we're going to be legit now with everything? They just don't. So Looking through these ranks, man, I could see Giga, Giga win a few fights above him. You've got the guys above him, Josh Emmett, uh, Arnold Allen. It's hard with Allen because he looks so good, but you're also like, uh, it's hard for me to see him beating the top guys. And now, you know, some, he might do it, but it's hard to say. Uh, Calvin... Well, apparently Allen turned down that fight three or four times before. Yeah. Uh, Calvin Cater's yeah. in there, uh, Korean Zombie, Yair Rodriguez, even maybe Brian Ortega. There's some fights in there that I'm like, maybe Giga could win them. Maybe Giga could beat Volkanovski. Brian Ortega, but... get the fuck out of town. Well, Gary. Brian Ortega's no had one amazing Ortega. striking performance, but the previous time before that is. Well, no, he's had, he's had a few. Yeah, he had the uh, Edgar KO, but. And and also, he wouldn't need the striking, would he? Yeah. <laughs> we haven't uh, really seen Giga you know. down too much, so it'll be interesting to see. But yeah. They are, the, they are the ones of the last event, which then brings us to the game. You're not going to hear the jingle here, but there is a jingle. We have some sound. Uh, you will see a little... So, I'm not going to hear it, even though I need to hear it. No, you don't need to hear the jingle. The jingle is just the introduction. Oh, sorry, yeah. I thought you meant the that actual theme. thing. Oh. So, it will now appear on the screen for everybody else. Who's that? Crusty dick. And you talk through the jingle. Fantastic, Sam. You are ever the professional. <laughs> uh, for this one, now, usually... Are we getting paid? Usually I have to... Uh, wait, you're not getting paid for this? <laughs> I, I I've not paid you for this the whole time? Jeez, how's that? Well, you should. I'll, it's disgusting, to be honest. I'll pay you when we get to 30 views in the next video. Uh, well, well... Don't, maybe I'll maybe I'll share it next time. I done, I done one vid with Reza. We've we're at sixty views now. Gary, some of the videos that we've done have got like four hundred. Six hundred for one of the McGregor ones. Uh, oh, there we go. Balling, I mean, balling. Uh, so for this one, usually I have to send Sam these clips. It takes fucking ages. It's not good. But now wow. I might have found out a system that could work for this a little bit quicker. So I will be trying to do that now. Tell me, Sam, when you can see my screen. I can see your screen. So you should be able to hear this clip when I play it. Let me know if you can. But if you can, then this is your first one. If anyone hasn't played this game before, along with us. <laughs> playing along with us. I don't know why I've said it like that. But regardless, I am playing Sam some, playing with us in general. some clips of Dana White talking about someday, and Sam has to guess who Dana White is talking about in those clips. Now, again, as always, Sam, just wait till the end to, to say who you think it was after the three okay, clips. Okay, Gary. Here we go. Clip number one. No matter what offer was made to these guys and how much money he was offered, he refused to come into the UFC and fight the best. Did you hear that clip? I did. Nice, nice. I did. Very good, very good. I did. Technologically I did. sound here. We thinking with that clip. Someday, someday who hasn't fighting the the top UFCs. I have I have two people in mind. 
I won't say them currently. <laughs> and and as I'm not allowed. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how we work rules. I know we are talking. Maybe we're going to turn in this podcast into a little bit of a panel show in the future. Get Actually, a couple I have people three on. people in mind. Oof, it's getting three worse. The more I leave you here, the further away you're going to get. We'll play you the second clip now then. And, you know, you got these these delusional freaks on the internet and on, you know, coming on my Twitter and saying, oh, you disrespect the greatest fighter of all. Listen, you guys, you guys have been living the myth too long. And if you can't wake up and at least read the facts and what the facts are, these are the same people that believe that a guy is pulling the sun in a chariot over the earth, okay? What a sentence. These are the guys that believe he's pulling the sun in the chariot over the fucking earth. Dana is just on another level of just um, on the one they are. Oh, we're going to have to cut that out. For fuck's sake. There's I'm trying to cut bleep. down the edit and I'm trying to cut down all the edit and then you Well, there's the first bleep, Gary. Just note it down the time. Get in and there. The game. Next. During the game. Uh, yeah, here. I'll put it down here. Bleep after game. There we go. Uh, have, you, have you narrowed it down at all, though? Well, any any closer? No, not. Uh, no, are you still on three. No. It, there's there's one in particular. I think it is, but I'm waiting to hear this last one to see. Okay, okay. I think you've got a little bit more information here that might help you. You and and lots of other media people who bought into the myth, despite the facts, and and uh, you know calling this guy the pound for pound best fighter in the world the number one heavyweight in the world when the guys who actually deserved it the guys like i always said that fight in in this organization and fight the best in the world three times a year deserve those accolades so you think you've got it then yeah who, who are we saying Fedor, man, you think, uh... Uh, it's actually Fedor, but okay, or Fedor. It's not like he's my it's not like i hate Fedor or i have this hatred toward Fedor or anything else Got it. Got it right. Didn't get it last time. Got it this time. I actually feel like I went a little easier this time. I think it's 3 1, isn't it, now? Yeah, I can't do fuck the final. Not a. Not well, you're a cunt. So. I'm keeping track of everything else. How much do you want me to keep track of this? Well, I think all of it, Gary. All of it. Keep track of all, all of it is your reasonable thing to say that I should be doing here. Yes. Well, that can lead us in to the predictions for the next episode. <laughs> Which I will keep track of. Uh, uh, yeah, well, good. Uh, that's what you need to do. So, so what we were saying, we were going to do a couple of good fights, just even though both through the names, obviously, Julian Rosa versus Charles Jordan earlier. Really interesting. That one, catch weight, kind of weird. Uh, Jack Shore versus the guy that lost in the semi-finals of the Ultimate Fighter. How yeah, they I was going to say, this is mental. How they didn't but... find Jack Shore a different opponent is going beyond me. Like, I don't know. Uh, Molly McCann on the card, obviously I mean, good. The thing is, he's not a bad fighter. Um, the Ludovic or whatever his name is. So, I mean, it's not the worst call, but I think this is just a Jack Shaw destruction. If you can, um, who did he lose to? Brian Battle or was it Gore? I can't even remember now. But uh, oh no, it would, it Brian the, Bell. would that have been the no, weight class below? It was Tercios. Tercios, yeah, yeah. But yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, so we're picking the main card, right? Uh, yeah, other Wednesday, shout out Molly McCann, obviously, on the card. Uh, I like David Zwada, so he's fighting Alex Morono. That should just be two guys swinging heavy punches and getting tired. I oh, know, it's just going to be terrible. It's yeah. going to be knackered after 13 seconds. It's just going to be, yeah, Lovely shit stuff. to watch. But yeah, the ones we're doing, so the first one, uh, actually, where is? There was another one, right? What am I missing out here? No, the first one is Luigi Vendrame- Vandramini. Yeah, but that's only four. Versus Paddy Pimmer. No, then there's Khalil versus Bukakis. Yeah. Then there's Zawada Morono. What are we doing, Zawada Morono? Oh, right. I don't know why I mentioned that then. Cool. Um, okay. Luigi versus Paddy Pimblet is the first one we're doing. Lightweight Paddy Pimblet's long-awaited debut, literally five years in the making. I'm picking. Is it your favourite? Luigi. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking you would. Uh, any anything you've I seen? I just can't. I can't. I can't choose Paddy Pimba. Just too much. It's just that simple. There's no. I, I cannot. This isn't even me looking at this logically as a fight fan. This is me looking at this and going, "Well, fuck that guy. I hope he doesn't fucking win." And that's all this is for me. I don't care about skill or records or anything. I just cannot stand that little twat. 
Well, speaking of little twats, the software has decided to desync when you were speaking. They're fantastic. Love when I try and get you technological advances and they fuck up. Great. We'll just live with that. Uh, we are on Spotify now as well. So maybe maybe don't even look at us. Maybe it's better you just listen to Spotify. Maybe. Um, yeah, I am going to go with Paddy just because long away. You want to win? Long awaited. I, I don't want him to win, to be honest. Um, no, no, I'm saying you want to win the fucking game. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason I'm picking him. Yeah. Uh, he, he looked really good with his hands, his last fight and stuff like that. Obviously, it's not where he wants to be. As fighting the Brazilian lad. Don't really know too much about Luigi, to be honest. But I think... Don't need to. I think Paddy's just going to be coming in. It's It's been so long to work up to this moment that you can get a little buzz at the start of it and I think it will come out and, and it would be kind of mad if it gets dashed so quickly, but... Yeah, I don't necessarily see him going too far in that, but I think maybe he can he can muster enough to get through the debut of it. Maybe, maybe. And then we've but... got the big boys, the big heavy swingers that you campaign to have on this. Khalil Roundtree versus Modestas Bukakis. Is that what that is? Bukaskis? Well, the reason I've got this on is it's an interesting fight, right? Well, so Bukaskis is on the two-fight losing streak, but... He went from losing to Jimmy Croup by destruction to losing a split decision to Michael. Uh, Michael, what's the Polish fella? Um, I can't say his surname for the life of I me. Thought you but when we're talking, I'm going to go and look. And, and Khalil Roundtree is obviously coming off the back of another skid in his career because he is the 205 Michael Johnson, right? So. Michael Johnson gets brought up every every, every week episode. in this podcast without we need, fail. We were going to but do again, a counter. Let's do a Michael Johnson counter every time he comes. Well, we're going to have to. We're going to have to. But here's a guy that beats Gok and Saki his own game. I know, man. That was beats the Paul one. beats Paul Craig in a rap the first round. No, that didn't happen. Who is now, you know, that didn't happen. Though. Killing it in that division. I don't know why you said that happened. It didn't happen, obviously. And then loses to Johnny Walker, then beats Eric Anders by decision. Which is an odd situation in general, uh, and then loses to Kudalaba and Pracino. Uh, Pracino, sorry, Pracino, for fuck's sake. Um, hey, it's Marcy it's Pacino. a weird fight, but I'm gonna still pick Khalil because I think he's the kind of guy when his back's up against the wall and he it, it, it seriously could lose his, you know, contract here. Yeah, um, if he loses this fight, and I think he's the kind of guy when his back's up against the wall. Bukaskas as well. Good fighter, but missing something right at that top level. There's something yeah. not quite there for him. Oh, the hype was um, on I think him Khalil... coming in. That's every day was hyped about uh, um, Bukaskas coming in. But obviously, one and two now in the UFC, so not really working out to this point. Uh, I'm going to say yeah. the same as well, round three. I, I think he's just. It can just land them shots. <laughs> like I, I don't even know why I'm saying there's That's no it. I'm not even breaking this one down. Round three throws big punches, they're a light heavyweight, everyone's a little slow light heavyweight. Round three's a dangerous guy, and I think Pratchnail and Kutlaba and Walker are probably a level ahead of Bukaskis. And you could even maybe argue Anders and Saki might even be above that too. And you can definitely say Paul Craig's above all of them. Yeah, the greatest in that division. Supposed to be fighting fucking Gustafsson on this card, got cancelled. Suck a dick, life and COVID. So unhappy. Okay, let's move on because that's a bit aggressive. But okay. <laughs> oh, sorry to offend COVID like that. I apologise. It's just the suck a dick comment. Oh my god. We're gonna have to bleep that out because that. Do we have to tell much. telling COVID to suck a dick? Do we really need to bleep that out? I'm not sure. You're saying it like it's you're saying it like it's a bad thing, Gary. But have you ever received a blowjob you didn't like? Well, Thought not. Uh, so next, I didn't get one off COVID. Well, I did, <laughs> and that wasn't the only virus you got at the end of it. Uh, no, I got chlamydia as well. And you wait till you see what they got. So Morono is the one that came out, and oh. Morono put me in my place the last time because I had to finally accept Donald Cerrone's done. Because he beat him. Obviously, also has good wins over the likes of Max Griffin, Reese McKee, and then you've got David Zwada, who does not have any of them. But There's he... no such thing as a good win over Reese McKee. 
I mean, he's just the lowest of low level. It's that was a good crazy. fight. Yeah, from right winger or not, it wasn't too bad. Wow, oh, Gary, he was Zawada. a good fighter in Cage Warriors, which, you know. You got Zawada that made everybody forget that Nurmagomedovs could lose fights because David Zawada beat him. Yeah. And he's like the guys he's fought have been killers, like even with split decisions. But Amiv, Jiang Liang, and Danny Roberts are good fights to fight, but he did lose them. So. That's also there. Yeah, split split decision though to uh, Jiang Li, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's uh, uh, actually Jiang Li was stoppage. Oh really? Yeah, um, maybe I'm but uh, his uh, KSW uh, one as well. Uh, Mihal Mikowski is like a good opponent as well. Same as Magic well, Judstro. What I'm gonna what I'm gonna ask you, Gary, is who are you going with? Thank you, Sam. That's really nice. You you really. I appreciate that. Uh, well, first. I'm going to say Morono for this one. Okay, well, I think this is a real toss-up, this fight, between whoever the fuck can win it. So I'm going to go opposite to you and go Zawada. Going for the European? You're so biased towards the European fighter, Sam. It's terrible. Well, I'll let you pick first sweet. and then went with the opposite. I'm so, the one that yeah. Whatever, Gary. Then we have whatever. Tom Aspinall versus Sergei Spivak. Spivak. Yeah. Aspinall. <laughs> yeah, As- Aspinall, yeah. He's, he's like the new, I mean, he's like a good version of Matt Matreon, isn't he? Light in his feet. He is, I mean, he, he's got he's got all the talent in the world. His last performance was a bit lacklustre. Um, Sometimes you need them, you can just knock everybody out in seconds if you want, but you need to, you need to go a little bit Yeah, distance. yeah. I, I think what what's what's really, um, sorry, it wasn't his last performance. What am I talking about? He fucking... Was last one? No, it was it was a shit performance, but he managed to finish it, didn't it? Who it was, was one against? of those weird ones. Uh, Arlovsky. Mm. Um, I think he but yeah, he has finished. Else, but... He has finished his first three fights. He's a legit jiu-jitsu black belt, which is unusual at heavyweight, and particularly in the UK, um, to get good sparring partners and things. I think that will be his only downfall with him currently in Liverpool. Is how is he going to get great sparring partners that are heavyweights that are decent level, right? So. That's that's my issue with him. But what is Spivak's I record? Spivak, I've just looked at Spivak's record before UFC, man. How the he's beating who the fuck is fighting Travis Fulton? Obviously, is he the one that done all the bad shit and we just found out about it recently? And is that? Oh yeah, he's he's got um, over three hundred fights at Travis Fulton. Isn't he? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he is he the one. I'm just before saying yeah, he's the he's the bad one. He's the one. He's the not good What's one. What's he done now? Uh, well, he was into his child porn. And now he's dead. So <laughs> it's been a busy year for for Fulton, to be honest. Uh, he's been he's been keeping himself. Oh, it's been a, it's been a hell of a year for Fulton. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, look. Here's but then the thing, Ivo though, right? Cook and Tony Lopez, the greatest guy ever. Tony Lopez. You ever looked at Tony Lopez's record? At one point, Tony Lopez had titles in like six different promotions, and he's like fifty-five or something. Yeah, like, Tony Lopez. The, the the six the six titles were in like extreme MMA. Yeah. It just bounced about the world, so, fighting at seven weight classes at the same time, being a fifty-year-old man and beating everybody. But yeah. So what I want to know is, and this is where I'm going to go with this: Are we committed suicide? Okay. Good. Thank you, Travis. Um. Now, what you have to ask here is... Um, do I? That's what I need to do. Did the excessive brain damage from over 300 fights... Oh, we're going, we're going into Fulton here. Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> I thought we were still going to be on Spivak and Aspinall. You're catching me fucking no, being, left turn there. I've gone on a real tangent here. Um, uh, look, Spivak's never beaten anyone good apart from Ty Tuivasa, who's not even the that good. Of so Olenek it's... and Orlovsky are those exact guys we've talked about every single time we see them fight. It's guys that can beat anybody in the division and also can lose to anybody in the division. Well, Olenek, Olenek not anymore. Olenek's he, done. He's not he's that long before game. he fought him. He was on his big win streak and fought with Derek Lewis. I know. I know, but now... Fabrizio Verdum, that was how he beat not long before it. Fat Fabrizio. Yeah, but not too far off the title, Fabrizio Overdone. Fat Fabrizio. And Marie Screen, the greatest fighter ever. Don't you know anything about Alexei Olenek? Uh, Yeah, Aspinall, fairly fairly confident in him here. It'd be really disappointing if he didn't come through. And then your main event. In fact, I see him beating him everywhere. Yeah, I'd imagine so myself. 
then uh, that's you get yeah. the main event and the main event Derek versus Darren. That is a great. I've never even just said the first names, and it's so funny that Derek the old and Darren. Double D's, eh? The old double D's. We know they're always the we best. We should have changed this but, podcast to uh, the double D podcast. To be fair, with these these yeah. bad boys, we're both rotten. I'm putting you in as well. Double um, double dickheads, to be honest, in this podcast. It's but, really unnecessary, yeah. and I think I'm a good person. It's unnecessary, um, but correct. So, what you're fancying with this? It's a it's a weird one. It's a weird old fight. Brunson and Till. I am picking Darren Till because this is going to feed into Darren Till's game plan here. Brunson isn't that good of a wrestler. Brunson is an okay striker. Brunson is basically one of the most well-rounded fighters in the UFC, but he's not that astonishing at anything. Mm -hmm. Darren Till has half-decent takedown defense, and not only that, which I think will be he'll nullify Derek's ability there, and Darren Till just is a better striker in general. It's, I don't mean it's mad how once upon it's a not time, like he's a flashy whatever. Uh, Derek uh, Derek Brunson for a while was like the biggest, most vicious first round knockout artist of all time, and then he's just like, yeah, nah, that's that's three decisions in my last four. I mean, what happened there? How did he just stop knocking everybody out? Well, he fought Robert Whittaker, mm. <laughs> and that will happen. There's a certain thing when you fight Robert Whittaker where. When you get hurt by him, you get really fucking yeah. hurt. And then he started going on his tour of shit fighters. Yeah, Anderson sure. Silver, Daniel Don't Kelly. Daniel Kelly, Anderson Silver, what was you, you that are shit fighters? I'm not having that. Not in this podcast. Shit compared to who they were. They are. Dan, so you're saying Dan Kelly used to be great and now he's not like... Uh, Dan Kelly, for all you Kelly. want to make fun of him, Dan Kelly, was 13 and 1 at I that love point. Dan Kelly. What a man. Right. What a man Dan Kelly was. 13 and 1, Gary. That's what he and was. And he was 131 and, uh, in age as well. And yet he was fucking just... It didn't have... For one, he had judo, but judo doesn't work in men's MMA, so he couldn't take anybody down. He just tried to, though. Tell the Caro Parisian that. I would, but he's probably been retired for about 15 years because judo doesn't work in MMA. Uh, well, <laughs> and he just was like, I don't know how to fight any other way, but I'm just going to walk forward and try and throw old man punches at you. And then fucking beat like five guys in a row. Amazing. But yeah, uh, the thing about this fight is uh, what sticks out to me the most is the Anderson Silva fight with Brunson because uh, that was a staring match. No one did anything. And Darren one. Till is a big staring matchy kind of fighter, likes to stay on the outside and and kind of just wait for counters and things like that. So I think we could get that. I'm going to assume this main event is going to be absolutely dreadful, to be fair, in the fans' perspective. Oh, oh, I don't, I don't see it being a call. Yeah. Or and that's why they've put fights on below it that are much yeah. more likely to, you know, have something in it. But it's um... I'm going to go Brunson though. I think maybe maybe a bit of an upset. I'm not hugely impressed by Till myself, to be honest. Uh, he doesn't have a ton of really good wins, and the I still think you're a dickhead, but <laughs> unnecessary. Okay, there was me going to start mentioning the Gaston ones and stuff, but yes, we can end up on me being a dickhead if that's how you so one hundred percent. And I have an uh, well, my intro is essentially my outro, so I can do that. So thanks for watching. Really good. Really appreciate it. These are nice people delightful time sorry sam for some reason couldn't get his voice and his face to match up in this episode i know he's really really a nightmare now he can't he keeps throwing his voice every time he speaks Ugh, terrible terrible guy um i told you to sort this out gary and you didn't well All right. it's your you fault. know what i'm gonna tell you